The Public News Service Daily Newscast, March the 7th, 2023. I'm Mike Clifford. A new report finds 7 million Tennesseans are among 100 million Americans who are facing barriers to accessing primary health care. The report from the National Association of Community Health Centers found over 3 million people in Tennessee are medically disenfranchised and over 4 million are underserved. The CEO of the Tennessee Primary Care Association, Libby Thurman, says some patients who live in rural communities find them health care deserts with not many providers of primary care services. Other patients, she says, lack insurance. About a third of our health center patients in our state are uninsured. They don't have any source of health insurance coverage. And then income is also another barrier. So our patients um, tend to be lower income and often could not afford to go to another provider. Thurman points out that community health centers have also faced challenges with a workforce shortage worsened by the COVID-19 pandemic. The report notes with additional federal funding, health centers could open new sites, attract the workforce they need to serve additional patients and mitigate the impact of inflation. For Public News Service, I'm Danielle Smith. Northwest energy experts and conservation leaders are in Washington, D.C. They're there to urge policymakers to invest in modernizing the region's grid. More on that now from Eric Tegetoff. They say updating the energy system will provide for increased demand in the Northwest and also help endangered species like salmon. The head of the Northwest Energy Coalition, Nancy Hirsch, is in D.C. She says the Bonneville Power Administration is a key player in this and urges the agency to help develop new transmission and energy storage and build new renewable energy resources. It's going to help the region be more resilient create a more flexible power system, and take pressure off of the federal hydro system, which is going to be better for fish. As summers get hotter from climate change, the Northwest is expecting to see a 50% increase in demand by 2050. One of the biggest impediments for salmon in the region is four lower Snake River dams. Now from CNN, four U.S. citizens were assaulted and kidnapped by gunmen in northeastern Mexico. It happened on Friday in a case of apparent mistaken identity. CNN notes the Americans are believed to have been targeted by mistake and were not the intended victims. Investigators believe a Mexican cartel likely mistook them for Haitian drug smugglers. The Americans had traveled to the border city of Matamoros for medical procedures. That according to a local official. This is Public News Service. Many college students balance family and work responsibilities with academics, making non-traditional higher education a lifeline to future degrees and a career. But high school counselors don't always encourage students to go that route. The COVID-19 pandemic and subsequent lockdown boosted interest in distance learning, according to Sue Sobach, associate president and provost of Walden University. She sees many students who transfer from community colleges to online learning, which opens up higher education to a group of people who might not otherwise get to participate. Getting that foundation, really understanding if you're going to make your way through the rest of the degree, it's just going to facilitate that process of earning that bachelor's later. 
you don't have to start there to end there. Subak says Walden offers online nursing programs leading to bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees, positions that need filling in Texas, which is now short about 30,000 nurses, a number expected to double by 2032, according to the Texas Nursing Association. I'm Roz Brown. Now we head to New York, where the executive budget is calling for reforms to prescription drug prices. For starters, Governor Kathy Hochul's calling for public disclosure of pay-for-delay deals. This is when brand-name drug makers pay generic manufacturers to keep cheaper generic versions off the market for a certain period of time. The proposal also seeks to have drug companies give advanced public disclosure of any proposed drug price increases that, in certain instances, can be investigated by the Department of Financial Services. Bill Ferris with AARP New York explains why drug prices have remained high. Many people say we have inflation in the country now, but it really has nothing to do with the prescription drugs. Prescription drugs have always increased higher than the rate of inflation, and no one understands how the prices of drugs keep going up and up and up. He adds there's no checks or transparency from keeping these prices from rising too high. I'm Edwin J. Vieira. Finally, our Mark Moran lets us know the Institute for Agriculture and Trade Policy has released a report. It shows nearly three-quarters of farmers across the country who applied for two types of USDA conservation programs are turned away. Ava Allen-Ryan, farm and environmental organizer for the group Iowa Citizens for Community Improvement, says a majority of the conservation money goes to factory-style farms for things such as manure management, leaving out smaller farmers. And smaller to mid-sized farmers who could use that money for things like fencing for rotational grazing or other ways to make the most out of their pasture land without stressing it to breaking point, they don't get that money when it all goes to, to those factory farms. This is Mike Clifford for Public News Service, member and listener supported. Here's our radio stations, big and small, your favorite podcast platform. Find our trust indicators at publicnewsservice.org.